Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to episode 60 of the King's Den as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Can you believe it? Episode 60 already. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope, of course I'm your host Jordy Cunningham and I hope that you're staying safe in these trying times. Of course things are starting to look up, get a little better, but at the same time we're seeing a bunch of people just not social distancing, out partying and such and it's just it's not going to help this the situation the pandemic that we're in so do your part still stay home you can still see your friends just social distance please take your part do that i hope you're staying safe during these trying times episode 60 of the king's den as always presented by the hockey podcast network as always before we get started don't forget to follow us on all social medias. Don't forget to follow The King's Den on Twitter at The King's Den THPN. Don't forget to follow me, your host, Jordy Cunningham, on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube for all of our video footage at the Hockey Podcast Network. A lot of great new video footage there, so definitely check that out. And, of course, check us out on Patreon for just $1. You can find all our exclusive bonus podcasts there. So, of course, while hockey was going on, we had the Monday and Thursday episodes, and some bonus episodes would filter onto the Patreon from all across the network. And now with just the Monday episodes, obviously, some podcasts around the network are still doing the Thursday episodes. They're just going right onto Patreon. Or also on Patreon is all other podcasts or after hours episode two you can check it out on patreon for one dollar or go back and watch it on facebook live we did it friday of the canadian long weekend which was last weekend happy memorial day everyone to to our u.s folk to our u.s listeners thank you thank you for listening on your memorial day happy memorial day but definitely check out after hours episode two it was a lot of fun we had a bunch of us on there i think i think we had eight of us on there at one point maybe nine of us so definitely check that out on patreon again for just one dollar you can find all of our exclusive bonus podcasts and right away before we get into it into episode 60 i want to remind you about our great contest going on with cool hockey jersey lovers have you ever needed an excuse to buy a jersey would winning a cool hockey gift card be enough reason well, from May 1st to June 1st, that means we only have one week left. From May 1st to June 1st, any jersey purchased through our link will automatically enter you into a draw to win a $175 Cool Hockey gift card. All you need to go, all you need to do is go to coolhockey.com/thpn. That's www.coolhockey.com/thpn. Buy the jersey you should probably already have by now. After you buy it, tell us on Twitter which jersey you ordered so you can so we can connect you with the live draw on June 6th. That's it. Anybody who buys a jersey through the link before June 1st will have a shot at winning a $175 gift card thanks to our friends at Cool Hockey. I th- I might be up to a $200 gift card now because the deal was if we sold 10 by May 15th, it'd be up to a $200 gift card. I will have to check that out and let you know. But also, when you buy the jersey to get into the contest, use the promo code THPN to get 30% off. That's about $75 off. So one last time, www.thpn.com coolhockey.com slash THPN. All you got to do is buy a jersey, tweet it at us, and then you'll be entered into a draw to win a $175 gift card to a $200 gift card to go purchase another jersey at coolhockey.com. Again, www.coolhockey.com slash THPN. And I think that we just found out, I or I think we just, 
I, I forgot to mention this at other times. The winner of the contest will not only win the gift card to Cool Hockey, but they will get to be a guest on whichever podcast they choose around the whole Hockey Podcast Network. So that's super exciting. So just another reason to check out this great contest with our friends at Cool Hockey. Once again, www.coolhockey.com slash THPN. Okay, episode 60 of the Kings Den. I'll be honest, this episode will not actually be so much focused on the Kings. We will have a little bit of Kings talk, but this episode will mostly be talking about the proposal that came out this week for hockey to come back in July, a 24-team proposal. So, of course, the top 24 teams would be in it in a playoff-style format, which means the season is over for the LA Kings if they go with this format. It sounds more and more like they are going to go with this format that but nothing's official yet because of because of the way that the world is right now. Things are, like we just said, things are starting to get back, put in place, trying to get a little more normal. But, hey, if we go too quick to it, it's going to the, – the corona numbers are just going to go up again and we're going to be back to square one where everyone's staying at home and we can't go anywhere. And we don't want that. But we'll get into this proposal, but it's the top 24 teams. So if that happens, the King season would be done. And they'd finish with, like – a pretty good rebuilding year. We've talked about it in the past. Like, It was a pretty good rebuilding year for the LA Kings if this is all said and done. I believe it is. I've said, you guys know me, I've said before, I don't think if hockey comes back, they should finish the regular season. But I do want the majority of, of the teams in it. But if this happens, the Kings would not be in involved, obviously, because they were, I think, 27th or 26th when they were on the seven-game winning streak, but not enough to get into, into the top so let's just go over this proposal that both Elliot Friedman and Chris Johnson of Sportsnet.ca up in Canada were talking about. So the NHL has a return to play format that they are discussing and the goal of this, uh, it's a bracket style format and the goal is to not have a meaningless game. Every game has to be meaningful and it's a bracket format, but I assume that this, that the series would be, that the matchups would be a series, like a best of three or a best of five or something like that. You also have to you have to also have to get into consideration, like what are you going to do for travel or hub cities something like that. We'll get into that in a second because I'm very, I'm I'm kind of against that. Again, I, I'm one of the people that thinks that we should wait until like it's a lot better, like until we're past phase two. I think we should wait until get stuff back until like phase three or like. I know that. It's so much money being lost, and everyone wants sports back and want to get them, wants to get sports going again. The athletes want to get it going again, but there's just so much risk. You've heard players say that they don't want to play. They, you've heard some players say not just in you haven't really heard it in hockey, but in basketball and mostly baseball, saying like, "I don't want to play. I don't want to put my life in danger to lose money." So it's that's going to be a whole interesting thing as well. Who's going to play and who's going to not? But so let's just go over it in this proposal. In this 2014 proposal, it is the top four seeds in each conference get a first-round buy. So in the Western Conference, it would be St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Dallas getting first-round buys. And then the Eastern Conference, it's the Boston Bruins, Tampa Bay Lightning, Washington Capitals, and Philadelphia Flyers getting first-round buys. And now here's where it's interesting. There is the Then you go to the end-round play in the... Western Conference. In the first round, it would be Calgary against Winnipeg, 8 versus 9. It would be Edmonton versus Chicago, 5 versus 12. It would be Vancouver versus Minnesota, 7 versus 10. 
it would then it would then be Nashville versus Arizona six versus eleven seeding wise, and the winner of Calgary Winnipeg would take on the number one seed. The winner of Edmonton Chicago would take on the number four seed. The winner of Vancouver Minnesota would take on the number two seed, and the winner of Nashville Arizona would take on the number three seed. How are the how are the first round buys going to get seeded? We will get to that in one second. Let's go over the Eastern Conference first. In the Eastern Conference, like we said, Boston, Tampa, Washington, and Philadelphia, the top four uh, to get the first round buys. The eight seed versus the nine seed would be Toronto versus Columbus. The five seed versus the 12 seed would, would be Pittsburgh versus the Montreal Canadiens. The seven seed versus the 10 seed would be the New York Islanders against the Florida Panthers. And the sixth seed against the 11th seed would be the Carolina Hurricanes against the New York Rangers. And of course, the same as the Western Conference, the 8 versus 9 winner would play the 1 seed, the 5 versus 12 winner would play the 4 seed, the 7 against 10 winner would play the 2 seed, and the 6 against 11 winner will play the 3 seed. And now, how are they going to determine the, the seeds for the top 4? Well, in the proposal, it is said, Chris Johnson said, that the NHL in this return-to-play format does not want a meaningless game. And in one of the articles, it states this. The top four teams in each conference will be jockeying for seeding even while receiving a bye, in parentheses, bye, directly into the playoffs. The proposed format would see Boston, Tampa, Washington, and Philadelphia play each other in the East, while St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Dallas do so in the West, with outcomes helping determine how those teams will be seeded 1-4. through four. So, the top four teams on each side will play each other to determine seeding. Which I think is a great idea. It's kind of like a mini round robin startup tournament for them as well, and it determines their seating, which is good. So like, so any winner in the first round could play any one of the the four rounds getting a buy. Was so again buy in parentheses. It's not really a buy because four teams have to play each other to determine seating. And I don't know if it would be like a mini tournament or if it would be just you each play one another and it's best record and then kind of goals for goals against. It would have to be. Something like that. And I assume if you're going to do it this way, it has to be like a best of three series. It can't just be one game between the two teams. It has to be a best of three series of best of three, best of five. I don't think it'd be best of seven because they're worried about, about Corona spreading and stuff like that. But it has to be best of three, best of five, something in that range. But it's a very interesting thought. And there's, again, so many variables. It is crazy on what would happen with this proposed format and apparently this was voted on by the general managers of the league and this proposal won 29 votes to two and the two teams that voted against the format are in the are in the playoffs so the only two teams that voted against this format were two eastern conference teams the Tampa Bay lightning who who are a first round uh by parentheses and the carolina hurricanes interesting to see that I maybe Tampa doesn't like that they have to play like so quote unquote buy a buy series to get determined seating because they're high up but like Boston's higher than them and they agree with it so like it would be a good way to get them back in shape for for this which is totally totally fair so I don't really get why well I get why teams will say did did vote against it but again 29 to 2 Tampa and Carolina you're outnumbered and you get it, the teams 29 to 2. So you see that all the teams that are out, they're they've determined that like yeah, we're ready for next year. You you get that. The Kings you get that. The Kings have said Rob Blake 
Todd McClellan, everyone, the whole front office have said they're prepared for anything, but I think they're they're more focused on next year. I don't think they really want to come back, for lack of a better term. I think they just want to focus on next year, and all the teams out of the playoffs voted for that. So I think they've they agree with this format, and they just want to get ready for next year and see what happens. Because again, there's so many variables. If this even does happen, I think they're aiming for a mid July or late July for the start. That means training camp would have to start in mid June. So it's because it's going to take a long time for the players to get going. But again, it's just so tough because if the numbers start to rise for COVID again, it's it's just going to ruin this. And you see people around this around cities, they're out partying again. I know businesses are trying to reopen with social distancing and stuff like that, which is awesome. It's great. And some things are doing great. Some places are doing great things to have social distance measures in place, limiting people or uh, bars are running at 50%. Here in BC, they are anyways in British Columbia. Or some bars are like cr- that don't have patios are creating patios so they can get more people. It's, it's great to get creative that way, but you have to do it social distantly as well. And there was a photo yesterday on Twitter of, I forget the place, but it's in, in Toronto. It was packed. It looked like a nightclub. It's just there's way too many people there. They're not, they're not social distancing. And it's like, if we keep doing this, it's just going to get bigger. And, the num- and we're going to be back to square one. Everyone's going to be staying at home again, which sucks. None of us want that one bit. But it's just, it's the way it is, I guess. And it's, it's shitty. Like, you have to realize, like, we don't want to go back to square one. I know people want to see their friends. People want to go out. The weather's getting nice. I totally get that. But you can do it social distancing. I know it sucks. I want to see my friends too. But, and I have been seeing my friends, but social, di- but small group and at six feet apart and it just sucks like we have to we have to keep doing our part to get through this because we want hockey back and honestly i love this proposal i like this proposal i think it's gonna work but at the same time we have to, we have to make sure it's gonna work and the nhl and the nhlpa are doing a great job of doing that as well they're taking all the measures to make sure this can happen and i think it will happen it just determines it just depends on when and i think it will happen because of the pressure from people the people Fans want hockey. And not to say fans are putting pressure on it, but there's so much money involved as well. And the biggest issue with this whole thing is hub cities. Because if you think about this, are you, are you, is everyone going to be traveling? Or do you have to do it in a hub city? If you're doing it in the NHL, you have to do it in a hub city, and it has to be in the States. It just has to be. I think you have to do a couple hub cities, and they have to be in the States. I'm sorry. Well, you can do it in Canada as well because BC has great numbers. Alberta has great numbers uh, COVID-wise. But think about this for a second. Just think about this logistically for a second. You have teams in Canada and the U.S. Here, in this in this playoff format, you have one, two, three, four, five, six of the seven Canadian teams in this playoff format. Six of the seven teams are seven Canadian teams are playing. The borders are shut down right now. You can't travel across the border. So just think about that for a second. So so say 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 they allow it for sports to travel. That that they're allowed to travel. I guarantee you they're still gonna f- enforce a two week quarantine. I guarantee you wherever they have it, if th- say you're allowed to travel, that you're still gonna be forced to quarantine for two weeks because that's still very much in place all around Canada and the U.S. You're still going to have to two-week quarantine. And then, like, 
say you travel again, then you're, you're going to two week quarantine again. Like it's just, it's just so difficult to think of the, the logistics of what is going to happen with, with this. So like, but again, it's so day by day, the COVID numbers, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the numbers with businesses reopening. Cause they they're doing it in the, in the States in the majority of the States and they're starting to do it here in Canada as well. Here in British Columbia, British Columbia, it's a little different because our numbers are very good. We're only getting about five to 20 new cases a day, which again, isn't great, but it's a lot better than other places. So it's, this is going to be interesting to see. And the NBA, they're doing it right. They have the proposal in the NBA is they're going to have one hub city, one hub, one hub where everyone's going to go, but at the, which is good. That's probably the way it should be done. But at the same time, you have to think like, is it going to be kind of like the Olympics? Like I talked about before, where are the players going to be tempted to go out when they're not playing? Like they can't be like, think about it. What if th- think about you had this situation in the nineties that I'm going to re- referencing to something that a, everyone across North America watched over the last five weeks, the last dance, the great Michael Jordan documentary. Think about this. So I'll use the NBA example because the NBA has it down to one hub city at Disney World in Florida, in Orlando, Florida. So every NBA team is going to stay in at Disney World in Florida. No one's going to go out after the games or after practicing. If that happened in the 90s, Dennis Rodman's going out. I don't care what anyone says. He is. You saw it on the documentary. He went. He would go and do his own thing. And I bet you he's doing that now. Like, I can't be the one to say, but like, look, he would go out and do his own thing. Hey, I need, hey, Coach Phil Jackson, I need a vacation. I need a vacation. Well, <laughs> that could happen. And like, he, like, if this situation is happening in the 90s, Dennis Rodman would do that. And you have to think, like, players, they're going to want to go out. I know everyone wants sports back. And this is so tough right now. But it's just something you got to think about, man. Like, it's it's a weird time. Everything's so day by day. As much as we want hockey back, we have to take everything day by day. It's so tough to look in the future in a global pandemic because you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going to happen. You, we don't know. The world's not going to be back to normal for another like probably year at least, which is a sad thing to say. And like, are we going to get a second wave in the fall? Who knows? Everyone is talking about that. Oh, it's going to have a second wave. It's going to have a second wave. I will say China hasn't had a second wave yet. And they're pretty much back to normal. Yeah, they, yeah, it's still floating around a little bit. But they haven't had a second wave yet. So there's hope that there isn't going to be a second wave. But if there is, trying to get back to normal this summer won't help it. And I know we want hockey back. I know we want basketball back. I know we want baseball to be played. They're talking about an 82-game season for that. But... It's just so difficult. It's so day by day. You have to take everything in stride. You have to take everything you read in stride because everything is different every single day during this global pandemic. We're witnessing history right now. We're living in history right now because we have no idea what's happening. Well, we do, but we don't at the same time because this is something that as in our lifetime, we've never faced before. A lot of us, the majority of our lifetime, we've never faced anything like this before. And it, it's crazy to think of, but Hey, if we can have hockey back, that's great. I just think we have to do it super, super safely. We have to be a thousand percent sure that it's going to work because we cannot have it start and then stop again. 
We just can't. We just cannot have that. If it's starting, it has to be played all the way through. It, I think it cannot be stopped again. And we have to start putting... The NHL and the NHLPA have to put the measures in to make sure that's not going to happen. And how can you do that with a global pandem- pandemic? That is a tough thing to do. And I will say something like this, like a global pandemic, it makes you humble to like the fact that like anyone can get it. It doesn't matter your your wealth status or anything. It doesn't matter how much money you have or how little you own. Anyone can get it. So the coronavirus has kind of been humbling in that aspect. But again, we want hockey back. I love this 2014 proposal. But again, it's so tough because the coronavirus is so day by day. We don't know what's going to happen with it. Yes, numbers are getting better, but we still have to be super careful with it. I know I'm ranting about the coronavirus, but like this had to be said because I'm like I'm like everyone else. I want hockey back. I want sports back. But at the same time, we have to do it right. And the the leagues, all the leagues are are taking the steps to try to do it right. Facilities are starting to open up again soon for mostly in basketball, not really hockey yet. For uh, for teams to start practicing safely, and that's more in the states. I think in here in BC, it's going to take a long time before that can happen. There has been a little bit of talks, but again, who knows? We don't know. We don't know. Again, we don't know. It's crazy to think of, but this is the world that we're living in right now. It is so day by day. We have to just take every single thing in stride. But in conclusion, I like this 2014 proposal. I want it to work. We just have to take the proper steps not we, the NHL and the NHLPA have to take the proper steps to make sure this can happen. But actually, we as well. Because, again, like we said at the top of the, top of the episode, we have to do our part to continue to social distance, continue to flatten the curve, continue to keep our numbers down due to, because of the coronavirus. Because if we don't and we start trying to go back to normal too quick, the numbers are just going to rise and it's going to get worse and we're going to go back to square one. That's the sad part, but it's true. This has been episode 60 of the Kingston. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Happy Memorial Day to our U.S. listeners. This was a lot of fun. A quick announcement before uh, before we finish out episode 60 here. So there will be an episode next week on Monday, June 1st, I believe it is. There will be an episode on Monday, June 1st. But then after that, I, I will let you know next week if there will be an episode after June 1st. I'm, uh, the Kings Den here might be taking a small break, but it depends if hockey's coming back. I know the Kings aren't in it, but if the Kings aren't in it, all if the, even if the Kings aren't in it, but we get hockey back, I'll still be making episodes. We'll still find, we'll still have stuff to talk about because we'll have hockey to talk about. So next week, it might be the season finale, episode one season finale, but I will let you know because we're in such a weird spot right now. We will, we're just, it's just so weird. This is a big week for not just NHL but sports in general. This is a big week. So we will let you know what is going on with the King's Den for episode one here at the Hockey Podcast Network next week on the June 1st episode. Again, this is the Memorial Day episode. Thank you so much for listening. Episode 60. Again, before we let you go, don't forget to follow us on social media at the King's Den THPN on Twitter. Don't forget to follow me, your host, Jordy Cunningham, on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube for all of our great video footage. 
And don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Patreon for just $1. You can find all our exclusive bonus content, including After Hours, Episode 2. It was so much fun. Definitely check that out. Also, don't forget to check out not just here us here at the Kings, and thank you for checking us out, but don't forget to check out the podcasts all around the Hockey Podcast Network for er- a podcast again for every single team. Check them all out and check out all of our other podcasts. Check out the House of Hockey Girls. Check out Ice Analytics. Check out Tales with Terry Ryan. Check out Hockey to Heroin. Check out Ice Analytics. They're all and the Fourth Line podcast. Check them all out. They're all great podcasts we have here at the network. And of course, not just with the Kings Den, but with everything around the network. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to rate. Don't forget to share. And don't forget to subscribe to everything here at the Hockey Podcast Network. And of course, before we let you go, thank you so much to all of our healthcare workers who are doing their thing during the global pandemic, during this crazy, crazy crisis that we're in. And thank you to all the people out there still working. I know life's getting a little bit back to normal, so people are starting to work a little more. But the healthcare workers, the grocery store clerks, the truckers filling our shelves, thank you so much for everything you're doing in this crisis. Episode 60 of the King's Den. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you on We'll talk to you Monday, June 1st for episode 61. Have a great week. Stay healthy. Social distance. Do your, do your thing, but at six feet apart. Have a great week. Stay healthy.